With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals, Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. So hope all is well in your world. We're back at it again. Now, technically, this is no longer Labor Day, right? Because this is we this is our Tuesday show. Uh, so if you think this is still, I guess on the West Coast, it's still spillover from Labor Day. But we are back at it, and our NBA lead comes from inside the bubble. Uh, inside the bubble where the Western Comets, the nightcap, the Celtics, Polacks the Toronto Raptors in game one, but in the second game, a more competitive game where Paul George, playoff P, playoff P, blowing up in the bubble, 32 points, and the L.A. Clippers, like the champions they will soon be crowned, storming back down the stretch, and they deep fry the McNuggets and now have a 2-1 to lead in the Western Conference semifinals. Paul George, PG-13, shooting almost 70% from the floor. There was no answer. And Kawhi Leonard, who did most of his damage in the first half, he had 23 points, and the Clippers, as a team, shot double nickels from the floor 
And so they get the victory. Let us discuss. Now, what do you make here of the Clippers coming from behind in the fourth quarter in this latest win over the Nuggets, this latest chapter in the book? So I've got the Anaconda, Author, and Wheels. And we will tie all these things together. Now, why don't we start with A. This was such a brilliant performance by the Clippers. Now, we don't normally just celebrate a random mid-series win, but this does deserve to be highlighted because if you can package that, it's a big if, but if you can and sell it in future games, that was a surgical late-game performance, the type of performance you see from champions. Jerry West, who and, his, and the people around the Clippers, but Jerry West, the senior advisor there, who sewed the mosaic together for this team. That was what the expectation was. Performances like that, that is how it was supposed to go in the playoffs. And and you just have to, to stay within striking distance for the first 36 minutes. Nobody remembers that you were trailing for big chunks of the game. They only remember the outcome. Short-term people will remember that, but long-term they will not. So you give yourself an opportunity to deliver a body blow, and the knockout punch in the fourth quarter. That's exactly what the Clippers did in this last game against Denver. And, and L.A. kept hanging around. They, they were down by 10, 12 points a few times, letting Denver play with the lead most of the game. And then the final 12 minutes of the game, Kawhi Leonard and friends batting down the hatches, pedal to the metal, mostly on defense, though. And it was a bombardment as the smothering defense, and then they had enough offense. It was close to an avalanche, but not quite an avalanche there, Uh, and the Nuggets were just overwhelmed, and that's why we predicted the Clippers are going to win this series. Games like this, Clippers didn't show up in game two in the first quarter, could not make it up. They obviously didn't have that problem here, but Denver in the fourth quarter against that Clipper defense, the chaos-causing D of the Clippers, Denver shot 31%. From the floor, but those three point shots, the money balls, the Nuggets attempted nine of them and only converted one. One of nine from three point range. They had five turnovers there. So the the Clippers, as lethal as a giant anaconda down the stretch of this game. And as the team was built here, convoys. That's why nobody wants to play the Clippers in the NBA, the teams that are left in the playoffs, because they come at you in waves there. To put it another way, the fourth quarter comeback, it, and Paul George played well, defensively, offensively. Kawhi Leonard did not. But collectively, if you look at the fourth quarter, Kawhi, PG-13, Lou Williams, Montrez Harrell, the new, newly crowned sixth man of the year, they all had five points. That is a fair and balanced approach to team basketball in the fourth quarter. Share the sugar. As my old friend Victor Brick told me years ago, you got to share the sugar. Now, part B of this, by George, Paul George. Now, this is a signature performance by PG-13. We spent a lot of time early on against the Mavericks having pep talks for Paul George. And this is this is the yin to the yang, right? This is Robin to Batman. Sometimes Robin has to be the hero. Kawhi Leonard, Batman, was not the hero on this night. And it was Paul George who was the alpha dog uh, for the second half of this game. No more playoff P with the yips. Not in this game. That was a performance where he was the author. Paul George played the role of the author, and that was a masterpiece is what it was. His masterpiece theater, 15 points in the second half. He actually shot over 70% 
in the second half of that game and was a reliable offensive dynamo. This is encouraging for the Clippers. It was vintage Paul George, the kind of Paul George that got him the big contract in the regular season but doesn't normally show up in the playoffs. But you know there was no way to stop him. And, and really, when he's playing like that, the Clippers in general, you know, just crown them right now and let's get this over with. Let the players leave the bubble. Just give the Clippers the championship. They're going to go to the NBA Finals. You might as well book. It's a non-refundable ticket, and we're good to go. All right, last word here. So based on past results, the Nuggets are in a lot of trouble here. The better story in the losing locker room, and Denver now has just about 30% chance of reaching the Western Conference Finals, which means the Clippers have over a 70% chance of winning this series based on past history and data in the NBA. Now, that does not guarantee what's going to happen. We know, just like in Wall Street or real estate, past results do not guarantee future outcomes. They always put that disclaimer on these things. That being said, the Nuggets, the better store in the losing locker room, so the Nuggets, their confidence has to be on the ropes right now because if you could be a fly on the wall in that Denver locker room right now, as my guy Wheels, the old voice of the Trailblazers back in the day, would say, this was a brutal, bitter, and backbreaking defeat for Denver. They had the lead. They were playing pretty well for good stretches of the game. And, you know, I don't want to be the voice of doom because, you know, I should never be the voice of doom. That's not great radio unless it is. Uh, however, not only did the Nuggets have the lead going to the fourth quarter of this game, granted it was only by a couple of points, but they had contained the claw down the stretch, and they still lost. That is why this is a really brutal loss for Denver. I mean, they had the lead going to the fourth. Kawhi Leonard was great in the first half. He was 6 of 8 from the floor, a solid performance, had 14 points at halftime. But in the second half... He was 3 of 11, but in the fourth quarter specifically, a stunning, inefficient Kawhi Leonard, 1 of 7 in the fourth quarter, and it didn't matter. That is a disheartening, demoralizing turn of events, bewildering, if you will, if you happen to be an apologist in the mile-high city for the Nuggets. Now, it didn't matter that Kawhi was providing flatulence, stinking up the bathroom there, because Sweet Lou and Paul George picked up the slack. Also lost in the shuffle. And if you're going to make a blame pie for the Nuggets, there's one guy in particular that gets the entire pie, Jamal Murray. All right, what did I say about Jamal Murray? This guy, another inconsistent performance. And while he was brilliant the other night and Denver was able to win that game, in this game, in the second half, Jamal Murray took eight shots. He made one of them. Did not make a three-point shot uh, it, it down the stretch of this game. Completely flummoxed by the Clippers' defense there. And, and Denver is at the mercy. People talk about the Clippers with Paul George. Well, the Nuggets, it's even more so because the Nuggets don't have the firepower like the Clippers have in other areas of the team. So they are dependent on Jamal Murray, who is like a human Ferris wheel. right? Sometimes the Ferris wheel's up here at the top. And then it goes all the way down, and then you're at the bottom, right? What goes up goes back down, and he is an undependable player. He's erratic, and I would say even more erratic than Paul George 
and he doesn't get talked about because he's in Denver and all that, but there's uh, there's a lot of reasons here to be very, uh, very optimistic about the Clippers and very pessimistic about the Denver Nuggets at this particular point. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we are back at it yet again, and we are just days away from the curtain going up on the 2020 NFL season. And we keep repeating, and it bears repeating. It doesn't feel like it's NFL game week, but it is. Uh, the build up, the anticipation, not where it typically is because of the pandemic and the wonky exhibition games and all that, but uh, there's still paper to be handed out in the hours before the kickoff of the 2020 NFL regular season. One of football's biggest stars is right now, as we speak, crossing the T's and dotting the I's on a record-setting contract. Now, if you've not been paying attention, you've been following some other things, and perhaps you have missed this, uh, let me give you the condensed version of events. So we have now been told that the Arizona Cardinals are finalizing a mega contract extension with newly acquired DeAndre Hopkins. It is expected when everything is done and everything is kosher that this will make him the highest paid receiver in pro football. He's in the high rent district. He was already well paid, but now he's in a different part of the galaxy and in new money. It is anticipated that DeAndre Hopkins' contract is going to exceed what currently is in the number one spot for wide receiver money, and that would be Julio Jones, keeping up with the Joneses. The Falcon wide out at $22 million on average. So if you do the math on that, the Maller math, DeAndre Hopkins, we don't know this officially, officially, but from what we're being told, he will make more than $22 million a year. Is that $23? Is that $24 million? Who knows? Uh, we, uh, we've we already seen some other big contracts that have been handed out here recently in this lead-up to the start of the NFL regular season. So here's another one. All right, now keep in mind that Hopkins was already under contract, his old contract with the Houston Texans through 2022. The contract was transferred on over to the state there in Florida, the Grand, the Grand Canyon State, the Cactus State, and all that. So let us discuss the question... What is your takeaway from this latest big money extension, specifically, though, for DeAndre Hopkins? So I've got the full moon, express train, and squeaky. And we will lock all these things together. Now, number one. Number one. There is no closing the vault. I have determined, I had an epiphany. There is no closing the vault for the gold reserves in the NFL. They know that even though the sports economy 
is not great right now, the global economy in general is not good, uh, that they've still got resources, right? Despite the pandemic, with a bunch of businesses closing, a global recession, the industrial complex of sports is still handing out contracts like Snicker bars on Halloween, right? You get one, you get... I'll give you a whole handful. Why don't you get a whole handful? Patrick Mahomes, he got the $450 million deal, which is really $141 million guaranteed in Kansas City. Mookie Betts in baseball. I know that's a crossover story, but Mookie Betts, $365 million, fully guaranteed over 12 seasons to wear Dodger blue. And now it's DeAndre Hopkins' turn to scratch off his lottery ticket. Right, scratch off his lottery ticket there. It, it appears the the sports leagues, as they are operating, because of their TV sugar daddies, they are immune to pandemics and recessions and all the things that affect the rest of us, they don't have to worry about. Like, they can only be killed with the blood of a virgin on a full moon. That's about the only way you can take down these sports leagues. It's unbelievable. Now, the second thing here. All right, people are, are going to react to this, and there's not be too much reaction because it's the Arizona Cardinals. They're not a high-profile team. But this is not without uncertainty for the Cardinals. Now, I imagine this will be met with a shoulder rub and a foot massage by the football establishment media. And while I will certainly agree that DeAndre Hopkins is on the express train, choo-choo, to Canton, Ohio, he's the conductor, right? Choo-choo. Uh, he hasn't done squat as a Cardinal. Now, that doesn't mean he's not going to be amazing, but Arizona is paying him based on what he did for the Houston Texans. They're not paying him based on what he's done in Arizona. Now, they're, they're thinking he's going to continue and there will be a seamless transition. It's kind of like when you have wooden floors and some of the floors become damaged and you have to replace them and you bring in a contractor and they're able to line them up and then they polish them and you won't even tell the difference if, if it's done right. Uh, now, Hopkins, he's got many, 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 many chances uh, in Arizona because he's going to be there. This contract, depending on the guaranteed money, he's going to be there for the next, I would think, four years, uh, most likely, in guaranteed money. But he has as many grabs of the football in a Redbirds uniform as Blind Scott and beer-drinking Brian have. All right, So in that regard, right, not knowing exactly how this is all going to play out, that is what's risky business. Now, it's limited risk, but it's still risky business. You're taking a guy that had success filling up the stat sheet in Houston, and now he's in a new division in a new conference, playing against different teams on the regular, you're not you're not going to go against Jacksonville uh, twice a year. In fact, there are there's no punching bag like Jacksonville. You're on the punching bag in the NFC West. You're playing for the punching bag in the NFC West. And while the likelihood certainly is that DeAndre Hopkins will continue to tear up the NFL, he's he brings the swagger, he brings the pizzazz uh, to the wide receiver position. Position it's not guaranteed. All right, it's not guaranteed when players change the laundry. It does not always lead to a smooth transition. And DeAndre Hopkins could well be a fish out of water in Arizona. And he's definitely, he's experienced, obviously, he's been in training camp, but you're, you're talking about a culture shock situation. And I remember years ago, I've been doing this for a couple of years now, and I remember when Randy Moss 
was sent packing by the Vikings, and he ended up with the Raiders, the old Oakland Raiders. I'm old enough to remember when Oakland had an NFL team called the Raiders. And when they were in Oakland, there was a lot of anticipation that Randy Moss, who was at that time much like DeAndre Hopkins on the fast track to the Pro Football Hall of Fame and has since ended up in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, they said, well, this guy's going to be as good as ever with the Raiders. He's going to be great. Many of the pundits in those days thought that was the case. Well, it didn't turn out that way. Uh, he, he was terrible as a Raider, and then he went to the Patriots and his career picked up. And uh, a guy that had also changed teams that was a good player, I would say this guy should be in the Hall of Fame, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco from the Cincinnati Bengals. Remember when he went to the Patriots and how bad that was? And people thought, man, Chad Johnson with Tom Brady, this is going to be a great combination, and it wasn't. So from time to time, the thing that looks obvious, the thing that looks like a no-brainer, turns out to be a square peg in a round hole. So Hopkins has to get acclimated to his new surroundings, and we assume he's already done a lot of that in training camp, but you don't know until the game starts. Now, we believe that Kyler Murray is highly overrated, right? Highly overrated. Uh, that is an opinion that is not shared by many, but it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz, right? I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore, right? We're not in Houston anymore, and with the rules of the NFL, it is pretty hard to not occur some big stat lines. It's an offensive league. It is designed to put up stats, but is it going to be a case? We see this in other sports. We see it in football, too, where you get empty numbers, where the stat sheet looks really impressive, and you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, as far as the Texans are concerned, all right, final point. If you're a Texans apologist, you should not be upset about this. Right? You know, don't cry over spilled milk. This is an open invitation also for future players, if they choose to, for financial gain, to follow the playbook of DeAndre Hopkins. To his credit, I will give him credit here. He worked the system. He wanted a new contract. He got what he wanted. He bitched and he moaned a couple of seasons back. Hopkins got an extension, and then he didn't like the extension. It wasn't good enough. But he has at this time, now we don't know what the new contract is going to be, but he had three years left and $39 million on his contract. Now it's more probable than not that DeAndre Hopkins' contract will dwarf, his new contract will dwarf that amount of money. But this is a reminder, right, that the squeaky wheel gets the grease if you're good, right? If you're not at the level where DeAndre Hopkins is, they tell you to go pound sand and they ignore you. But if you've got the resume like Hopkins has, you get what you want. Now, he's not in a city he wants to be in. He would much rather be with the Houston Texans than the Arizona Cardinals. Nobody wants to play for the Arizona Cardinals. But DeAndre Hopkins, he negotiated this contract from what we're being told here, according to media reports, and that cuts out the middleman. So we will reserve our full judgment until we get the financials that will come out, I would assume, in the next 24 to 48 hours. And it's all about the guaranteed moolah. But certainly, this is a red-letter day because it's new money. And is it going to translate into winning? No, the Cardinals are not going to make the playoffs out of the NFC West. They're still behind the 49ers, Seahawks. And even the Rams on my big board are ahead of the Cardinals. And while it's great to have a big-name Brand receiver, like you know, Bafo Sacco receiver. You, when you pay them this amount of money, you end up downgrading the rest of the roster. Now, it 
occasionally works out. But for reference, the top three in terms of cash prior to DeAndre Hopkins getting his contract, his new big deal, uh, none of them have won a Super Bowl. They've not been part of Super Bowl winning teams. I realize that's a team accomplishment, not an individual accomplishment. But Julio Jones, who was in the Super Bowl with Atlanta and had the greatest meltdown in NFL history, 28-3, to we all remember that. Amari Cooper, who just got paid by the Dallas Cowboys, $100 million, not all guaranteed contract in Jerry's world. And A.J. Green. How about that? That is the top three on the money list of receivers. Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, and A.J. Green in Cincinnati. That is the holy trinity. And A.J. Green's about to be bumped out of there in place of DeAndre Hopkins. So good luck uh, as he attempts to break the mold, DeAndre, in Arizona. He is going to need all of that. He's going to need those fuzzy dice in his car and all those other trinkets uh, to have this work out. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show as we press on here, bloviating the overnight hours away. So I I was debating whether or not to, uh, to spend more time talking about this. I have to be very delicate the way I talk about this, this next story. But it, it involves Odell Beckham Jr. And I, while I believe social media is the matrix, it is a necessary evil when you do a job like this. And so... As I get closer to the show, I, I look and you know, I kind of snoop around and see what uh, what people are talking about, or at least the bots are talking about, the Russian bots, the North Korean bots, and all that on Twitter. And I saw Odell Beckham's name trending. So I said, wait a minute. Maybe he asked for a trade. It's possible. I was, I, through my head, like all, I had this cartoon bubble in my head, like what is Odell Beckham, why is he trending? What's going on here? I'm thinking, well, maybe he's, there's a trade. Oh, and then I'm thinking, well, no, no, not a trade. How about he's hurt? Maybe there's an injury. Uh, or or you know, somebody said something about Odell in the media, like another player uh, said something. So, so I'm like, okay, it's probably one of those three. It's probably either he's unhappy, he's, I want to trade, I don't want to play another game for the break. Or he got hurt in practice and uh, something happened. So then I'm, I'm like trying to find out why is he trending. And, uh, and I'm looking at my bingo card here. And uh, and I did not have this on my bingo card. I did not have this on my bingo card. So I'm going to try to describe this, and we are governed by the Federal Communications Commission, which I do not think really punishes many people, but I can't take the chance because my bosses do not want me to take the chance. So I'm going to use what's known as the kid glove treatment to tap dance around this story. But there is a, a podcast, a, a video podcast of uh, some women who... I don't know who any of these women are. Uh, I I would, just based on the clip that I saw, I would say these women uh, enjoy the company of professional athletes. Is that fair to say? I think that's fair to say, right? I think that's fair to say. Um, they're, they're not rookies. They're, they're seasoned veterans. Um, anyway, so they're, they're talking and, uh, you know, they're just BSing, uh, kvitzing. And uh, one of the women then goes into a story and she tells a... Um, a very graphic description of Odell Beckham and uh, some some things, very personal things that Beckham finds very enjoyable that um, society, uh, I think it's fair to say most people in society look at that as taboo. Uh, but uh, according to this woman, again, she said alleged, so who knows if it's true or not. And uh, But it's a certain activity that is it really, uh, I would say, a regular occurrence for a healthy human being. 
Um, the the activity is something that happens uh, usually once a day, sometimes twice a day. Is that fair to say? How am I doing so far? Am I, am I doing good so far? I think I'm doing good so far. So so you've got that. Um, let, let's just say the activity, it, it's appropriate that Odell Beckham is playing for the Cleveland Browns. How about that? Uh, with this uh, this particular activity. Let's just say it's... Uh, it's right. It, it's a good fit based on this. And uh, now the, <laughs> the question I have, and I'm going to pretend to be a lawyer here, does Odell Beckham have a case? Even though, it, let's say, because I'm assuming that this story is not just going to go away, although maybe it will. We, I was talking to the guys. We were talking about Dwight Howard. There was a wild story on the Internet back, I think it was, was it earlier this year or last year? Uh, maybe it was the end of last year about Dwight Howard and there were some wild accusations made about Dwight Howard's personal life. And it was like a one-day story, and it didn't get picked up by the establishment media in the NBA. Now, do I expect Adam Schefter and Jay Glazer and state-run NFL media to have a breaking news story about Odell Beckham and his preferences in the bathroom or the bedroom? No, I do not. Uh, No, I do not. I do not expect that. But... You got to think somewhere along the way. This is embarrassing if if it's not true. Even if it is true, it's still embarrassing that this is out there. And so you're like, hey, uh, is is there a lawsuit? And just because you say allegedly, does not totally dismiss you from from legal action. So I, I would say it's not it's not an open and shut case where there's no case at all here. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens. But it's uh, it's wild. I mean, if you've, you're a little squeamish, or if you've just had a nice late night snack, or maybe uh, you're working the third shift, so you have your lunch at a weird hour. Uh, let's just uh, let's just maybe wait a few hours before you look at it. Wait a few hours before you look at it. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, it is the the Ben Maller show. And uh, see, I talked about Odell Beckham, but I I did not get into specifics. I did not get the specifics, uh, so that's good. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, Kubaloo. Well, Ben, this is kind of interesting. So Daryl Morey insists that no matter what happens uh, with the Lakers, that retaining Mike D'Antoni after his contract expires this offseason is their top priority. Uh, do you believe him? No, listen, I, I saw this. Daryl Morey is playing Parcheesi with the media is what he's doing, right? I mean, there is nothing to stand in the way of the Rockets. If this is their priority, they can sign him right now. They're in the bubble. They can get together and have some Mickey Mouse-shaped pancakes and sign Mike D'Antoni to an extension. Uh, you know, any time in the lead-up to this, they've been at loggerheads over the financials, so I don't believe this at all. And outside of Houston winning the championship, this relationship is reaching – it's already reached its climax. They're heading to divorce court. 
right? Mike D'Antoni's going to land on his feet. He always does. And the Rockets will have some former player as their coach next year, and everyone will be happy, and they'll move on, and that'll be that. And Daryl Morey, though, I don't believe him at all. Next! Well, so it didn't take very long for Adrian Peterson to find a new home. He is now signed with the Detroit Lions. Uh, do you think he has anything left in the tank? I mean, it seems like the answer's been no for a few years, but he keeps proving us wrong. Yeah, I, I think he will be the same player he was with the Redskins. Sporadically, he'll have a good game, but not consistently good. And this is just who Adrian Peterson's going to be. Number one, the Lions, they have been a graveyard for older players. All right, the Detroit Lions have been a graveyard. These guys go to Detroit, they fall by the wayside, and there is no Goldilocks zone when you wear the Honolulu blue of the Lions. Adrian Peterson has done better than I expected, but that's not great if you're honest. And and right now, he's he's totally transparent. Adrian Peterson doesn't care about winning. He doesn't care about any of that. He's all about stat padding. He's trying to move up the record books for running backs. That's his goal, and that's what he's doing. And so he doesn't care if he's on the Lions or not. And two, Detroit already has a couple of young running backs who they were going to rotate, carry on Johnson and DeAndre Swift. So now they've thrown a third leg into that. How is that going to work? Are they each going to play a quarter and then the fourth quarter, whoever is hot, you go with? It makes no sense. They don't need Adrian Peterson. It's a bizarre situation. All right, next. Uh, so Fernando Tatis Jr. has hit 15 home runs, uh, same amount as the great Mike Trout. Uh, through his first 42 games this season, the only other shortstop ever to do so through 42 games was Alex Rodriguez. Uh, have you accepted that Tatis will be the MVP this season? Well, no. Listen, I have no beef with Fernando Tatis. He's been better than advertised. He brings the razzle-dazzle. As you know, Coop, we've talked about that uh, to the Padres. And uh, and he's, he's doing great. He's walking the walk in this truncated season. Now, that said, much like a, a horse race, it's it's not really where you are until you get down to the final stretch and how you finish down the stretch that really matters. And I would tell you, do not sleep on Mookie Betts, who is only a, a couple of home runs away from Fernando Tatis. The Dodgers have the, the top record in baseball. And so all things being equal, my vote would go to Mookie Betts. But Tatis is going to win Rookie of the Year, and he's been been amazing and all that. All right, there it is, Koopa Loop. Mallard of the third degree with time to spare. How did we do? Ben, you pass this edition. There it is. You can put it on the board. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Now, (laughs) Mallers Mountain of Money. Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. All right, let's do it. Here we go. It's Mallers Mountain of Money. Let's meet our contestants right now. We'll get right to the game so we have as much time as possible for the game. Our contestants are ready to go. And uh, let's see. Now, do we want to do a rematch from last week? Do we have both? I, I see one of the combatants there. I can't remember. Who was the other one? I can't remember. I don't remember. Was it? Well, why don't we? Let's see how this goes. Uh, how about uh, Double O the Mexican? Uh, that's what he wants to be called. Uh, that's his name. It says here on the board. Double O, are you there, Double O? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Now, you lost last week, but you want to come back, and we'll, we'll allow you to. We'll see how this turns out. I think out. he this won week. last week, didn't he? No, no he, remember, I didn't have time to respond. No, oh, yeah, that's right. Eddie complained about that. So he would have won. No, he would not have won. Uh, Double yeah, O, who do you want to partner up with, Double O? 
I got unfinished business with Eddie. All right, Eddie, you are teamed up with Double O and uh, Justin in Cincinnati. Justin, who do you want to partner up with, Justin? Oh, what's going on? The pothead, I guess. All right, the pothead. Uh, that would be uh, Roberto. You smoke weed? <laughs> uh, I used to. No, okay. he's, okay. Not, he's not the talking Caucasian about Caucasian pothead. Okay. All right. The Caucasian pot. That's what he's known as. I'm sorry. Oh, I like double Mexican, but I guess he's going to have to lose. So. Uh, all right. Uh. So we, we have the Easy E edition. Uh, would have been 56 Easy E if he had still been with us. So we've got the categories are Boys in the Hood, Still Talking, Nobody Move, and Creep and Crawl, and Double O Mexican. Which category do you want? Boys in the Hood. All right. Boys in the Hood. And then, Justin, which one do you want? <clears throat> I guess uh, creep and crawl. All right, those are the categories. So we'll start out with uh, Eddie and Double O. And again, your name is your buzzer, Double O. Actually, your name is not your buzzer in this game. It's not. Uh, anyway, these <laughs> athletes are all from South Central Los Angeles. Thus, boys in the hood. We'll put forty-five seconds on the clock. And you're on your way, Eddie. Go. Uh, not James Harden, the other star guard for the Houston Rockets. Russell Westbrook. Uh, defensive back, used to be with the Seahawks and the Legion of Boom, now with the 49ers. Richard Sherman. Uh, he was uh, Celtics um, in the 90s, won a Paul title. Pierce. Yes. Uh, slugger for the Mets and the Dodgers briefly, but finished his career with the Yankees. His last name is a fruit. Daryl Strawberry. Yes. Uh, wide receiver just had some anti-Semitic uh, messages put out not too Deshaun long. Deshaun Jackson. Yes. Linebacker, mostly with the Bengals, always taking uh, unsportsmanlike and dirty penalties. Montez, perfect. Yes. Uh, switch hitting old school slugger with the Orioles, mostly. Uh, Eddie first... Murray. Yes. Wow. Oh, my God. Ah. On the board. Wow. With time to spare, with seconds right. to wow. spare. Double right. O, Mexican. All right. Woo. So this really comes Damn right, Mexican. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> so what is that? Three, three, three forty. Three forty. All right, so yes. if you're on the board, it's three forty. Uh, they said there would be no math. All right, so uh, that's Justin, mucho puntos. Justin and Justin are up. We'll put forty five seconds on the clock. Creep and crawl is what you pick. These athletes better smoke were, a bong, little Justin. Uh, you know, if he smokes a bong, you'll win. No, I'm English. All right, these these athletes, calm down, moron. These athletes were on wild card teams that won it all. All right, wild card teams that won it all. 45 seconds on the clock. You're on your way. Go. Number seven quarterback for the Broncos. John Elway. Uh, Big Poppy. David Ortiz. Gap tooth defensive lineman. Uh, Michael Strahan. Yes. uh, Frizzy haired safety for the Steelers. Troy Palomalu. Yes. Uh, first black head coach in the NFL. He was an uh, offensive lineman for the Raiders. Archell. Yes. Uh, Kingfish. Uh, Mike Trout just passed his record for the Angels. Tim Salmon. Yes. Uh, this guy, he was a pitcher for the Marlins when they won it in 03. Then he got traded to the Red Sox. Josh Beckett. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. So American, baby. All right. We're tied at 340. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Plenty of time to spare. Double O, what do you want? You want, you want still talking or nobody move? Nobody move. All right, 45 seconds on the clock so Eddie doesn't bitch. We'll try to get through this here. Oh, these, athletes, nice. these athletes own records that have stood for a long time. 45 seconds on the clock. Eddie and Double O, the Mexican, you're up. Go. NFL running back killed his wife and a, and a friend. 
O.J. Simpson. Uh, he was uh, very tall, a basketball player. He slept with 10,000 women. Will Chamberlain. Uh, he was. Uh, his nickname was Jolton, old school Yankee, dated Marilyn Monroe. Joe DiMaggio. Yes. Uh, the, the, the award for the best pitcher goes to is named after this guy. Cy Young. Yes. Um, old school uh, white guy, NBA player, uh, point guard, went to Michigan State, uh, balding. He was a coach in the NBA. I know it. We'll switch. We'll switch. Uh, really big, Pass. really big, tall white guy for the Utah Jazz. Tall shot blocker, seven foot something. Uh, all he Greg did was, tag. No, all he did was block <laughs> shots. Beer guy. All right. NFL legend. His nickname was oh. Night Train. Oh, oh, did he get it? No, no, he didn't oh, get it. Go fast that, here. That's a, oh, that's a, that's a tough category. Scott, Scott. All right, all right, Justin. Uh, was Scott Skiles, still right. talking. We're known for their trash talk. Let's go. Uh, Irish guy, UFC. Uh, Conor McGregor. Yes. Uh, best Celtic ever. Larry Bird. Uh, he's on with uh, Skip. Skip. Shannon Sharp. Yes, uh, the glove. Gary Payton. Uh, big the win. fat guy with the Bucks. No, he he doesn't win. They tied. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 